everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is April 16th. Today we're going to continue in section 39, which is the section given to James Covell. We talked yesterday about James Covell and about his story, how he covenanted with the Lord that he would do anything that the Lord asked him to do through a revelation to the prophet Joseph Smith. Now, this was the revelation. And unfortunately, we also talked yesterday about how within a day, James had broken that covenant and decided that he wouldn't do the things that the Lord had asked him. So let's take a look at some of the things that were said in this revelation. So remember yesterday, we talked about how the Lord introduced himself and said that he was the same who came unto his own and his own received him not. Now going on in verse four, it says, but to as many as received me, gave I power to become my sons. And even so will I give unto as many as will receive me power to become my sons. And verily, verily, I say unto you, he that receiveth my gospel receiveth me, and he that receiveth not my gospel receiveth not me. So essentially, he's inviting James to receive him, to receive the gospel and to become his son. Now, there are two things here that are important to note. First, this is not only an invitation to the men. The invitation to become a son or a daughter of God is an invitation to everyone. And we see that in Doctrine and Covenants section 25. Here in 39, it's being given specifically to James. And so it says son. However, in section 25, which was given to Emma Smith, it says this. I say unto you, all who receive my gospel are sons and daughters in my kingdom. So this invitation to come unto him, to receive his gospel and to receive him is an invitation given to all his children, sons and daughters. But the question becomes, aren't we all sons and daughters? Even if someone hasn't accepted the gospel, aren't they still a son or daughter of God? The answer to that is, of course, yes. Everyone is a spirit, son, and daughter of God. However, the Lord invites us to make a covenant with him. Now, remember, covenant is a word that oftentimes we say means a two-way promise, and it does. That's true. But I like to look at covenants as being a relationship with him. As we accept the gospel and as we make covenants with him, it invites us into a special relationship with the Lord and with our Father in heaven. We see that in Mosiah chapter 5, verse 7, where it says, And now, because of the covenant which ye have made, ye shall be called the children of Christ." his sons and his daughters. For behold, this day he hath spiritually begotten you. For ye say that your hearts are changed through faith on his name. Therefore ye are born of him and have become his sons and daughters. So that's why it says, as we accept him, as we accept the gospel, as we make these covenants with him and enter into that special relationship with him, we become his sons and daughters because spiritually he has begot us. We then spiritually become his sons and daughters because he gives our spirit life through that covenant, through that relationship. But something else that I absolutely love with this verbiage is when the Savior says, you become my sons and my daughters. Now, obviously, we don't make covenants and we don't keep the gospel in hope for reward. However, I love this idea of being the sons and daughters because it brings to my mind the idea of an inheritance, a divine inheritance. 
In fact, I have this scripture cross-reference to Doctrine and Covenants section 50, verse 5, which says, But blessed are they who are faithful and endure to the end, whether in life or in death, for they shall inherit eternal life. Now remember, eternal life is different than salvation. Salvation is a free gift that comes to every man, woman, and child that has ever lived on this earth. Salvation is the opportunity to be resurrected and to have a life forever in a degree of glory. However, eternal life is different. Eternal life comes as we repent, as we enter into this covenant relationship, as we become his sons and daughters. Eternal life is life with God and life like God for all the eternities. Eternal life is God's willingness and desire to give us all that he has. Elder Ballard once said, Despite our mistakes, shortcomings, detours, and sins, Jesus Christ's atonement allows us to repent, prepared to return and receive the matchless blessings God has promised, to live forever with the Father and the Son in the highest degree of the celestial kingdom. I testify that there is no greater goal in mortality than to live eternally with our heavenly parents and our beloved Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. But it is more than just our goal. It is also their goal. They have a perfect love for us, more powerful than we can even begin to comprehend. They are totally, completely, eternally aligned with us. We are their work. Our glory is their glory. More than anything else, they want us to come home, to return, and receive eternal happiness in their presence. That is the inheritance that our Father in Heaven and our Savior Jesus Christ want to bestow upon us as we willingly accept them and the gospel and our covenants and become their sons and daughters. And then the Lord goes on and he explains to James exactly how to do this, how to receive the gospel. He says in verse six, and this is my gospel, repentance and baptism by water, and then cometh the baptism of fire and the Holy Ghost, even the comforter, which showeth all things and teacheth the peaceable things of the kingdom. Now, I love this because essentially it's the article of faith, right? the first principles and ordinances of the gospel. This one doesn't mention faith in Jesus Christ, but remember who James was. He had been a Methodist minister for 40 years. He believed in Christ. He already had that one done. But now the Lord is going to teach him. In order to receive my gospel, these are the things you still need to do. You need to repent. You need to be baptized. But when you do, you have the opportunity to receive this incredible gift of the Holy Ghost, which is going to be a comforter and to show you all things and to teach you all the peaceable things of the kingdom. That is the gospel. It's the exact same gospel that Christ taught when he was in the Americas. Faith, repentance, baptism, receiving the Holy Ghost, and then continuing on in our covenants. Oftentimes, I feel like we make the gospel of Jesus Christ so complicated when really it is so simple. It's faith in Jesus Christ, true and real faith. It's sincere repentance. It's making covenants with him, entering into that special relationship with him through baptism. And then it's receiving the Holy Ghost so that we can be instructed and taught 
the next steps in our lives and who we should continue to try to become. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the good news. And he offers it to all his children. He wants all his children to accept these covenants and to become his sons and daughters, spiritually born again through those covenants. But it's our covenants that allow for that relationship. It's our covenants that allow us to be strong. It's our covenants that allow us to continue on the path of righteousness. Elder Christofferson once said, Divine covenants make strong Christians. I urge each one to qualify for and receive all the priesthood ordinances you can, and then faithfully keep the promises you have made by covenant. In times of distress, let your covenants be paramount and let your obedience be exact. Then you can ask in faith, nothing wavering according to your need, and God will answer. He will sustain you as you work and watch. In his own time and way, he will stretch forth his hand to you, saying, Here I am. My friends, that is the beauty of a covenant. It's more than just a two-way promise. It's the opportunity to enter into a special relationship, a relationship that draws power into your life, a relationship that allows us to call upon our Father in heaven with confidence, and a relationship that enables him to pour out his blessings upon our head because we have done all in our power to receive it. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.